Hello, welcome back to another episode of My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman. This is the seventh episode of the show. It is September 26th. I want to say fall is coming, but it seems like it's kind of already here. And uh, it's cooled down in L.A. and seemingly everywhere uh, across the country. So uh, welcome, everyone. If you're a first-time listener or you've somehow made it through all seven episodes, God bless you. And I will now kick it over to my dad, who is choosing the song to lead us off. So, Dad, what do you Yes. Have? Thank you, Sherman. And good morning to you out in L.A. here from the northern suburbs of Chicago. It is indeed uh, one fine morning, which could be a really cool song to choose by Lighthouse, but that's not the one we've got today. But uh, keep that in the vault. Um, Noted. The uh, Although, you know, sitting in a dentist's office or doctor's office as a kid, there'd be this magazine, and you, uh, you just get um, all kind of focused and energized and trying to find um, hidden figures. Um, they're kind of camouflaged. So maybe maybe that's that's what just happened there, that reference to One Fine Morning. Um, <laughs> but the song of the day, um, again, local, Chicago, but uh, well, great reach over the, the decades uh, by Poor Dog Pondering, Name of the song is complicated, and uh, it's a it's a, it's just, it's just a group it's a group uh, bash, um, uh, and and it I think the lead the lead lyric really uh, captures it. Gonna get it right this time, so um, maybe that describes may- us for our, our audio quality. We're gonna get it right this time. I pray. Yes, ours is um, not necessarily the sound of music. Uh, it could be the sound of silence. Yes, or the sound of our dog barking. So. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and in, in our podcast, w- we name names, but only first names of real people, first names only, but I think we can make an exception and uh, call out our dog because she only goes by one name. Um, True. Kind of like Cher, uh, but... I often think of the two similarly. Yes. So I meant that in a positive way, not that shares a dog. I, I guess I shouldn't have made that joke, just for the record. Yes. No, I, I agree. Um, didn't we drive by one of her compounds out in Malibu last February? Uh, we did, yes. Okay. So our dog's name is um, Shadow, which I got to tell you, one of the great one lines of all time, I think. Peter Sellers. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's two lines. Does your dog bite? <laughs> that is not my dog. <laughs> uh, there you go. So, um, yeah, what's, what's going on this week is uh, what has been going on from a... Uh, so what's going on? Maybe we could do a show one time, Sherman, where we essentially 
only speak using song titles or lyrics. I mean, I I think we could do that. It would be either an easy, quick show or a very difficult, longer show. Uh, just depends on how often or uh, how long you want to make it. But we could definitely do it. I mean, people do that on um, Spotify. Uh, you know, they'll use I mean, song titles. Uh, song titles that I guess make sense uh, to communicate their message. But you know, songs that don't go together, um, and those go viral every once in a while. Kind of screenshots of those uh, because typically they could be pretty funny when you put them all together. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to do it. This show is your idea. We'll do it. Well, um, we'll we'll speak with our uh, executive producer. Yeah, your mother, my wife, um, and she too goes by one name. This is true. Um, so, yeah this this week just wrapped up um, from my from my little spot here a. Uh, from a work perspective, a, a month-long uh, pr- project, um, and just it's it's just great working closely with colleagues. Um, although obviously not in the room the way we would be in a small conference room, just grinding things out um, over a matter of weeks. But this was the final week and the big push, and um, it's uh, it's a that's a neat feeling to be um, part of a team and collaborating like that uh, with a with a purpose. Uh, but it, it it occurred to me that uh, you know, throughout this process, um, the reminder of this or the use of this term deadline, right? You're on a deadline. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I think we, I think we can do better than that in, in terms of capturing. Do you think it's just heavy-handed well, or too I th- much? I think, yeah. I mean, I think credit really goes to the the the, the lad back in, you know, 300 or 400 B.C., kind of in Greece, out in, I think he was getting the news back to the troops in a war, um, and he ran, like, the approximately 40 kilometers, which I think is right around 25 miles, so near marathon distance. Mm-hmm. And, um, when he, I think he might have been running to the town or from the town of Marathon, but when he got there to deliver the news of this important uh, victory in the, uh, at, in the war, in this battle, he announced it and then he collapsed and died. Now that I gotta figure is the first deadline. True. That's but yeah, that's that's a finish line and a deadline. <laughs> he he wasn't part finished. He was fully finished. And correct. Um, but the 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 finish line. It, it one of my favorite moments uh, in, in high school on the, on the track team was watching our mile relay team. And that's, that's I think, almost always the final event of a track meet, whether it's indoor or outdoor. And uh, we were going up against uh, um, 
my teammates were going up against a couple of schools that literally would then, you know, a few years later have Olympic <laughs> runners. And um, um, my friend uh, and teammate Jimmy uh, would typically lead off. Um, and uh, our coach, uh, wonderful man, uh, decided that to try and counter and, and, and uh, kind of disrupt the, the predictable rhythm, they had Jim become the anchor and our fastest guys lead off. And I was going to, was going to ask to confirm the fastest guy in the team is typically the anchor in those, right? Right. Exactly. Great point. Thank you. And in this case, uh, Jim, Jim knew it. Jim is, is still good with it. He was the fourth fastest guy on the team. And, of course, there are four runners on the right. relay. <laughs> um, so Coach flipped it around, and, and Jimmy was going to be handed the baton with a, a, you know, what would hopefully be an uh, insurmountable lead. And all of that was working. And Jim gets the baton with a big, big lead. And he's coming around the final stretch and one of these future olympians is just closing the gap closing the gap and and with maybe uh, 10 yards remaining passes jim and then comes to a complete stop a, a sudden stop boom and uh jim just ran by him and it turns out the future olympian had um, in his display of excitement uh, had come up a couple yards short of the actual finish line. And Jim just ran by him. And so he said, I wasn't the fastest, but um, I knew where the finish line was. So maybe maybe good good counsel for all of us. Know where the finish line is. But yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I guess in a sense, that's working hard and working smart, but more an emphasis on working smarter uh, in that case, because that ultimately is what won it. But so, are you saying he pulled up, kind of like when a you know a football player drops the ball a yard, yard and a half in front of the end zone? Like he simply thought he was where he was supposed to be. Yeah, great, great um, uh, analogy. Yes, right. Wow, uh, I did not think that was possible in track and field. I thought it was pretty clearly marked. Uh, but I, I mean, was it like foggy or something? No, this was actually the uh, indoor meet. Oh, it, it was. Okay, it, that's. I don't even know. <laughs> and that guy. Okay, well, hey, good for Jim. You know, yeah. a, a win's a win. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, I think that I don't. Okay, I don't know what the name of that runner was back in the day in in Greece, but um, one of the the great characters, I don't know, writers, uh, um, uh, tragedy, I believe, was, was Euripides. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to confirm with you and agree with you as if I know. Uh, audience, I'm an idiot. And if you've no. made it seven episodes, you are well aware. So <laughs> God only knows. We we could use some... Uh, See, there you go. Right drinkers. there, there's a Beach Boy song. God only knows. See how that works? Well, okay, well, did you mean every sentence, or did you just mean kind of, you know, starting every conversation? Because I could do that with song titles easily. Sure. But, uh, but back to Euripides. Or, well, or Euripides, how many, how many 
names are also a question. Like, <laughs> Euripides? <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, hey, well, I mean, we could do, you know, that could be a whole, uh, I'm not going to say episode, but we could do a segment around that. Uh, well, what, I mean, Greek really mythology? every name, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's why I said segment, not episode. Okay. Um, but uh, we, um, I actually, I feel like every, really every name can be a question in a an Australian or Kiwi accent. Um, <laughs> so that's that's how you'd skirt the system in terms of just, I guess, you know, any type of American dialect. Yeah, I think you'd have to probably go to uh, ancient history for names slash questions. But uh, circling back to deadline, did you have a word or phrase you would suggest as a replacement? Um, that's a thoughtful, thoughtful question. Thank you. Um, let me reflect on that. Okay, so no. Uh, that's fine. Um, so how did you get into... Still a live line? Um, no, we'll work on it. Okay, we'll workshop that, and we'll we'll get back to everyone on what we thought of. What, um, or how, rather, did you get into the Euripides as a name-slash-question conundrum or thought? <laughs> Well, I just, it, that's that's what popped into my head when I was thinking about the guy, again, who announced the, the news of the great uh, battle victory and then collapsed and died. And, and then my little noggin then took me to Euripides, which, of course, had nothing to do with that real story right. other than his Greek uh, lineage or heritage. And... Uh, yeah, I just, I just <laughs> felt like you know, if I maybe I borrowed someone's pants and um, I tore them, and and my pal says Euripides. That's <laughs> and I'm gonna say it's somehow been you know six and a half episodes now, uh, as we have yet to complete our seventh. That's really <laughs> that. Yeah, that's we may get assassinated before that. Do that joke, but that's really the first kind of peak dad joke we have made and really you have made as you are a, a dad and i am not um, so we <laughs> and, made it and the far. joke <laughs> yeah this is true uh you said it but we've made it this far which is impressive because as though i'm not a dad i do enjoy uh, making uh, quote-unquote dad jokes so good for us although i'm also a bit disappointed i wish we you know i wish we were making whole episodes out of them but um yeah, I mean speaking of Euripides, I'm gonna just give a shout out to the animated movie Hercules. What a film, criminally underrated. <laughs> Not the Dwayne the Rock Johnson version. I believe he started starred as Hercules. I wanna say probably, you know, two thousand ten to two thousand twelve ish. But the animated one from probably, I don't know, nineteen ninety seven or eight. And just so good. And I wish more people appreciated it in the, I want to say, Disney canon. And specifically, Danny DeVito, a national treasure and represents all that is good in humanity. 
just a, a stellar performance. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you have to know. Well, you have to have a good soul, and you know I'm gonna say you have to have a good spirit to uh, give a shout out to ex Bulls coach Jim Boylan, who no longer runs my favorite basketball team and therefore I feel better about mentioning him and it doesn't anger me to such a great degree so just a great spirit on Danny DeVito and you know I feel like I'm going to start doing this every episode recommending looking into people's work um, or shows or TV shows or movies and Danny DeVito check him out if for whatever reason you've been living under a rock and honestly I guess if you have been living under a rock these past few decades I'm kind of jealous but it's neither here nor well, there. Well, going back to going back so, yeah. to uh, the t- television show Taxi. Uh, yeah, I, well, yeah, in decades-long record of great work, either supporting or starring Matilda, an absolute classic childhood movie for me, and probably everyone going forward, uh, coming into this planet. So, yeah, one of the crazy a, I mean, characters in, in in Taxi, the television sitcom which is you know i think many consider one of the you know finest uh series com- uh comedy series on tv um but the 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 character uh, the just crazy hair all askew um uh jim ignatowski um who was played andy kaufman by... no oh, that's that's a good call though because he too was in the ensemble. Uh, Wasn't he a crazy-haired guy and, and, on Taxi? No, that's, that, that is the guy who was the uh, professor in Back to the Future. Well, that, that, well, I guess there was a lot of crazy hair on that show. And he was a crazy so character really there, my too. First. Well, right, yeah. It says, isn't his name uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yes, yes. Yes, uh, the the actor is not the character, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Looking, thinking about it now, Taxi, the show I've only really only seen, you know, it highlights on other shows or you know, videos. A lot of crazy hair in that show. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I would imagine Danny DeVito's was a bit more tame at that point, but yeah, Danny DeVito, Andy Kaufman, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, well, yeah, Andy Kaufman played, you know, uh, what a Greek immigrant or something. There you go. Of that there nature. you go. Good, so. good. Uh, Andy Kaufman, look into look into his work too, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, uh, so. Saturday. Well, he's even referenced uh, in the REM song, Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. Well, the whole song is about him, right? Man on the Moon. Yeah. 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 So. And there is our uh, previously mentioned. You may have picked up on it. Dog Shadow in the background. I think joining she's as a, a third giving us uh, the, the 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 cut the cut the light uh, cue. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, which, which is fine. I have uh, really nothing more to add other than to uh, go check out the work of Danny Vito and Andy Kaufman. Um, Dad, do you have anything else? No, I'm I'm good, Sherman. Thank you. Any any uh, uh, new or pending sponsors? Or uh, existing sponsors, uh, too, now, not, a, a few. Um, well, I guess I'll say a couple. I won't say a few just yet. Though if you want to sponsor us, let us know. Uh, obviously, Joe Orff's establishment in St. Louis, 
Dojo's at the farmers right, market right. right now. Probably, probably actually sold out as he always is because the product is that good. And then we'll we'll. I'm not going to say they're a sponsor yet, but they will be. I think they'll like our product. But I'm going to give a shout-out to future sponsor and just uh, something we will participate in the future. Only fans will have just – we'll have um, certain levels which you can pay into, you know, as that's how it operates. And it'll just be uh, good, wholesome content of a father and son. So nothing how you, I guess, think of it um, culturally, anyone who knows what it is. But we'll be on there eventually, and I bet they sponsor us. So – Shout out to right. Dojos and OnlyFans. So that's all I have for this September 26th episode. So signing Thank off you, and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the weekend, everyone. Yeah, take care now.